Hello, Fringers. The following podcast may not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Look alive, Fringers. It's 2099 and we are live and loud in the underground. From the streets to the scar. Keep your chip hidden, your gun loaded, and never trade your soul for souls. Turn it up and let them know. Big Brother is watching. Time to put on a show. Hello, Fringers. Howdy, bagels and baguettes. Welcome to episode five of Neon Trails, an identical actual play brought to you by Windy City Bangle Company. I'm your game runner, the Caleb G. Let's say hello to our fresh baked cast. First up, everything. It's Mallow playing Galen. I love that we've we've taken the Windy Bagel thing into new emotes that you can get if you subscribe uh, to our Twitch channel. <laughs> Uh, we've uploaded a bunch of new ones, including chaos and some other fun things. Uh, so check it out. Welcome. Also, thank you for spending some time with us tonight. Uh, and you know, maybe you got us up on the second screen while you're playing Starfield or something like that, but you know what? We appreciate you being here. You know, I, I picked everything because I like everything bagels and, and they're tasty and delicious like you. And then you just went with everything right there it was just all, all this little information of nuggets of information <laughs> dropping it, it was it worked out so well next up cranberry and pistachio it's wild playing b yes hello i'm here and i'm happy to see your faces um we have shenanigans tonight Stay yes we do uh chocolate chip french toast it's pete playing dog mm, tasty aliens are real and so is my anxiety thanks for being here <laughs> Jalapeno cheddar. It's Lauren playing draw. Hello. Oh my yeah. god! If there's anybody that that encompasses jalapeno cheddar, it's Lauren. Yes. <laughs> You'll regret me later, but I'm glad to be here. And blueberry crunch. It's Ethan playing Mox. I clever catchphrase. <laughs> Let's get some usual housekeeping out of the way while we try to keep this train on the rails. Identico is live every Tuesday on twitch.tv slash Identico. We are alternating games of Chaos Incorporated and Neon Trails every week at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. You can see episode archives and how to play videos over on youtube.com slash Identico. Subscribe, like, Give us some comments about your favorite bagel and your favorite toppings of said bagels. Please and thank you. Follow us on the socials. Keep that bagel chat going. Look for us at Identico and at Humanoid Games at whatever social medias might exist later on today. Uh, visit playidentico.com where you can get the core rules for free. Find out uh, the more bigger rules from the book. Yeah, that, those weren't words in the right order. Get the latest adventure, The Good Doctor, stickers, other merch, support the show. You can also pick up some of those books at a catacon in November. More on that later. We call that foreshadowing. If you're on Twitch right now, be sure to spend your channel points on some rerolls. Uh, speaking of rolling, be sure to check out show affiliate Greenleaf Geek for some incredibly cool dice. Yes. 
Very, very uh, cool dice. Uh, Mr. Mallow, do you have any other, anything else you would like to add for our introduction here? I didn't ask before the show. I'm sorry. It's quite all right. I will say, uh, hit up our affiliate links. Uh, if you're on Twitch just below, it'll, it's also in the show notes for our podcast and the YouTube, uh, Greenleaf Geek just kicked off their adventure calendar. The pre-orders are hell happening on their website. Uh, they've got three levels of uh, advent calendars for all of your dice goods. Uh, some of my favorite things to do uh, is advent calendars. They're a lot of fun. Uh, and who doesn't need more dice? As PAX uh, people learned this past weekend, many dice were bought. I don't have a problem. You have a problem. Uh, but go there. Check it out. Greenleaf Geek. Uh, all of your gaming and dice needs. All righty. Uh, oh, and the book yeah. does have dick butts in it. Yes. From chat. Okay. Always. <laughs> Which means the screensaver. Somebody asked about the screensaver in chat, too. The screensaver has a dick butt in it, too. The GM screen. The, GM, the GR screen. The GR screen. Yeah. It's uh, a screensaver if you hold it and move it. If you pick it up and kind of swirl it around, it becomes I, I a I like to call it a screen. It's just my kind of thing for it. But yeah. I, uh, I love it. I actually just got the shipment in uh, from the crafter uh, this past weekend. uh, So they will be going up on the website uh, here later this week. So you will be able to uh, order them and I will be able to ship them and bring them to you and bring them to the masses and stuff like that. And they'll be with me at a catacon. So, wow, a catacon reference again, double foreshadowing. (laughs) But before we get to that, let's get to the episode in general tonight with a recap. Uh, last time on Neon Trails, the crew fought a chrome rover to the delight of the dust jockey crowd. After fantastic performances by everyone and a killer monologue from Dog, they won the adoration of the crowd who rushed down into the arena to celebrate. During the fight, the crew had noticed individuals in the shadows also watching the fight. One was probably the rumored dust jockey leader, Freddie Mercury. The others, a tall skeletal man and a cybered out tech lady, met the crew and escorted them into a waiting elevator. After a long ride down, the crew found themselves in a massive underground cavern full of a lush green forest. Mercury was there with a table full of real food. He knew about the package that and the job that the crew was on, and he asked for it, saying he could simply have them killed, but wanted to talk about it. As negotiations started and Drawl made a pretty good opening offer, the crew pulled back to have a private discussion. And that is where we're going to pick right back up in. Y'all are stepping away from the table to take a knee, have a sidebar, cone of silence. Go for it. Cone of silence, but very much not coned or silenced. <laughs> you're you're with, you're doing the stage whisper. Yeah, but it's y'all. so echoey in here. He can probably hear everything fine. Yeah, all that food's real. How we do? Monks squats down a little bit just to like get the huddle. His one mechanical leg hissing, his real knee popping. <laughs> I just want to him. Make sure we were on the same page thinking about how much money we should ask for before we hand it over. You know, you can't just buy off out the regular price we agreed to because you, a draw, didn't you take this job from someone? Hmm? Yeah. 
Won't they be a little bit pissed off? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, with maybe a little bit of extra to for our risk that we're taking. Um, That's why I was trying to negotiate travel through their territory. That was a pretty good buffer. I, I like that because we could always use that for future stuff. But also, what if... Exactly. I mean, what if we what if we're making friends here, like not just a business relationship or maybe future business relationships, possibly like what if we're what if we can be negotiating some of that? Because, Mox, you got your eyes on some pretty good tech. I bet we've seen some of it here. I wonder what they've got further. I mean, if they're growing this down here, what else do they have available to us? You make a very convincing argument. I just want to make sure that we're still alive to enjoy the benefits of our newfound friendship, you know? Well, Galen kind of peeks his, his head up from that side. He's like, well, I don't think we're going to be able to fight our way out of this one. Unfortunately, I think blasting our way out is probably not going to be a good way to go. So we're going to have to split mm. amicably, I would say. Be with a mouthful of cheese and a plate with mountains of cheese crouched down next to Mox, still chewing thoughtfully, swallows and goes, well, I mean, if we're tr getting to travel through their territory, do you think that they would also, I don't know, protect us if uh, we ended up bringing other people who are after us in here? Cause like, if we're gonna be selling somebody else's stuff, we might as well see if we could get some like good protection out of it. And also, I'm pretty sure we could make bank off of, I don't know, helping ship out some of this cheese mm -hmm. and fruit too. But at the end of the day, I like I want to know who is the first job from because what kind of enemy are we going to make in that's a pretty good, um, that's a pretty good way. Um, yeah, so do I know anything about uh, the the person in which I picked this up from? Isn't it just like in a system? Right, just yes. Click a, click a boy, so it's like pretty anonymous? Yes, 100%. Um, so when you, when you had taken this job, it's, you had seen that it was an approved poster. It's not like this is just some random person putting a, a flyer on a message board. This, this only someone who had full access in Solace could have put this up there. So this was a legitimate post from a, someone legitimately that you can trust whether you know them or not. Um, the user that posted this had posted it under a screen name. It's not like they were saying, hi, I'm Joe Smith. Whatever screen name they were using, uh, you may have worked with that individual before, maybe not, but you trust the system in the sense that if it's in there and it's it has to be legitimate, this isn't something that's easily hacked or sliced into a very, very secure system. It's also very common for these types of very high level, very high paying jobs to be 
posted by uh, m- multiple shells of people. So there could have been multiple fixers. So even if you knew who posted it, that person could have been working for someone else, could have been working for someone else. Very common tactic to obscure key information and keep things on the down low. Well, as far as I can tell from what how I picked it up um, is I could probably contact the screen name and see if I can backtrace it. But the issue that we're going to have is we're going to make an enemy one way or another. We're kind of in this guy's territory right now. It's known to be a pretty hostile environment. So I think it would be better to kind of kiss this guy's ass as much as we can. However, we could lie and say that we never received it to begin with. Mm-hmm. I was just going to ask. I mean, we could, we could also just say we were robbed. Exactly. Like, we did just get, I don't know, corralled into a little tiny place to go and fight a bunch of things. And, like, if we got robbed and the thing we were supposed to curry or got stolen, like, it wasn't our fault. I'm just, yeah, I'm with y'all guys, so I don't think anybody's going to believe that. Nobody ever robs me successfully, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just too good. I've never been robbed ever. So, yeah. Well, I'm sure we, we could make it look convincing, like maybe a black eye, maybe like a broken nose or something like that. You know, make it look real. Yeah. Also, have you talked to the kids that go to uh, to Ferdy's? Because I'm pretty sure they were talking about taking some of your stuff, like, I don't know, two weeks ago. So now is not the time for that. Anyway. <clears throat> yeah, that's fine. I'm inclined to think that Troll has a point here. We are going to be making an enemy either way, but probably the enemy that doesn't currently have us underground by hundreds of feet is the one we should be pissing off first. Are there any other consequences of us not completing this job? The only consequence I can think of is that we're fucking over someone who genuinely doesn't deserve it. But that's future our problem. So... We can wrestle with that another time in group therapy. However, we do have a message trail saying that the original courier was attacked in this particular territory. If we just say that we never received it, it never reached our hand, we never got it, we never rendezvoused, and we were picked up by the dust jockeys before we could, that would explain that it's gone missing and it leaves us not at fault. We still have pictures of what the courier looked like when they did reach us. Yeah. The courier died too, didn't they? Yeah. Oh yeah, super dead. Okay. Just wanted to make sure we didn't have to go back and murk somebody. (laughs) No loose ends. They'd gotten gotten very painfully murked before they got to you and it was just their last uh, yeah last breath of, of getting to you fair wasn't our fault i i like this kind of thing but just to play devil's advocate here for just a moment we should at least find out what he's trying to do with this because if he's trying to cure some sick people and things like that i'm all for that portion of it but if he's trying to you know make a new mutant race of humans or some wild thing like that then he's gonna be making lizard people mm- I'm just, he looks over a dog when he's just saying, look, I'm just saying anything is possible. Anything. 
I'm inclined to agree. I think that we see how much we can get out of him. You know, we're not exactly in a position to bargain, but might as well try. Oh, good. I mean, he certainly wants thing. Sorry. I wonder, does he know where any more of this alien shit is? (laughs) (laughs) Alien? What are you what are you babbling about? If you know, you know, don't worry about it. I'll ask him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think we have a plan. <laughs> Ready? Break. I was gonna say, do we do one, two, three, break? Like how do, okay, yeah. Uh, Go okay. Team. All right. Rip yep. Terry okay. <sighs> so while y- y'all have been chit-chatting, Mercury just sat back in his chair, relaxed, crossed his legs. He um, he had a kind of a fancy glass cup, like a like a whiskey glass that he was holding from the base and just kind of spinning in his hand, watching the ice swirl around. Seemingly super chill, relaxed, just letting you take your time. I guess we probably should have said who was going to hey. talk to him. Okay. <laughs> yep. We're yep. done talking. Well, all right. Uh, what's what do we want to do? What's the decision here? What well, what are you going to do with this? If we if we hand it over willingly, what what are you going to use to make this? I mean, the real answer is whatever I want, but. Because you're being polite, I'm happy to expound a little bit. Uh, (laughs) um, You can see what we've done down here. Yeah. All of this. None none of this was here to begin with. Fair. Uh, So so, uh, me me and my team, we we took a long time. We made this happen. This is where we call home. Um, I, I think we can do this in other places. Uh, I, I think we can take back a lot of the land that the the powers that be have said are uninhabitable. I think that we can make a, a pretty good living for those of us that want to stay out of the metroplexes. But are are you curing sick people here or are you just trying to do a new science experiment like... I'm, I'm I'm literally doing making the forests. So you're gonna use stem I, cells to make a forest. Stem cells. I'm just throwing out ideas here. I'm no scientist. That's a good, that's a good one. I haven't heard that one in a while. I like it. Petal cells, whatever you want to call them. I mean, you said we were carrying something that could be used to treat people. So are we gonna be helping people if we turn it over? Uh, what, what's in the vial can help one specific person or my team can alter it and it can do something very different. So let me just get this straight. You are intending on using what is in this vial to regrow a forest 
And that yep. that is your intention. You're not just going to like pull a fast one on us and go and like cure the most evil person you have lying around who, you know, doing whatever. Like, I just want to know. No, because I, uh, for the record, if that's what you end up doing with this, right? If we will boy, rock you. It's <laughs> a big mistake. I, I would, I would, I, you know, out of all the people, <clears throat> out of all the people that have come through recently, I feel like your group could do that. Not for very long, and you'd still die horribly. Yeah, but. but uh, you can make I mean, you saw what happened upstairs. We are the champions, so. My friends and me. He points over to Drawl and he's like, Killer Queen right there. You, you definitely. You definitely impressed the kids. And the kids are all right, so. I felt like we could have a chat. Oh, we're still chatting. I mean, believe me. So many other people have just died. <laughs> you you saw the wreckage when when uh, when my kids brought you down to the arena, right? Those were all the other people that I just didn't care about. Fair enough. Didn't do good. Will it be the first time that you're doing that with this stuff? Doing what? Growing the forest? Yeah. Well, I mean, we grew it already. Yeah, so I, you've already used this same substance probably. before to create all of that. It, that's truly incredible, honestly. What can I say? I know what I'm doing. So if I, you... I got these muscles and I got this muscle. <laughs> if we give you this stuff... And help you regrow this forest. Does that mean that we get to also enjoy the forest? <clears throat> Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I mean, at end, end of the day, I'm going to be uh, I selling. That, I think that what uh, my associate here is basically suggesting is that we change our position from, you know, hostage and uh, after maybe to partners. Maybe we could work together to achieve this. I'm sure you're going to need more things picked up. And we certainly need somewhere better than the fucking plexus to be or any out in the waste. Y yes, Miss Draw. It's at this point that, like, as Mox is talking, as she she finally breaks her silence, she uncrosses her arms and puts her hands on her hips. Bottom line is, our asses are ultimately on the line. We accepted this job. We accepted this cargo. And if it's going to be used for a better purpose, purpose, that's that's the tits. But we need to have a benefit. We need safe passage through your territory access when we're passing through and anything else you can give us really like we're happy to help but you gotta scratch our back man well summarized yes um i agree okay yeah how about this uh 
you can take advantage of whatever is interesting, appealing, necessary to you right now. And uh, I'll keep you on the short list for future jobs. Well, passage through in the future. Why not? Yeah, I'll put you on the safe list. How about that? We won't I abuse like it. Kids. We won't abuse it. Well, we like you. Or at least, uh, kinda. Well, oh, we've experienced. We abuse. we had some fun in the arena. Come on, now that was fun, right? My right? minus worrying for our lives. I mean, I got smacked around a little bit, but you know, sometimes you just need a little bit of a. It gets you invigorated in the morning. <laughs> You know, if 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 the two of you and he's pointing at Galen and Dog, if the two of you hadn't put on such a good show, y'all would have been dead. No, it would not. Not to mince words, but, you know, just being being clear. I don't know how to mince nothing, but no, it wouldn't. But if it makes you feel better saying that, go ahead. I like you. I like you, kid. I kind of like you, too. <laughs> so maybe a few did we discuss uh, maybe a few souls for our lack of trouble I mean you're all, I'm, I'm letting you walk out of here alive and that is incredibly believe me I'm a big fan of that um, however you know we could make the process more unpleasant than we are so maybe just in exchange just some cab fare get back home you know in, um, or wherever we go next gotta repair the windy bagel like a welcome package Mark Mark's here is something of a scientist himself, so I believe, you know, he's just trying to get kick starting on some of this stuff. You know, it's, it's I, I see. I see. OK, here's what we'll do. Uh, he talks to Galen, mentioned he gestures to you. You can take your vehicle into the shop, repair the damage that was done. Fuel up, supply up whatever you need. Uh, if, uh, if, if you gesturing at Mox would like to chit chat with some of my tech teams, if any of you would like to tour the facility, talk to some of my staff, you're more than welcome. Uh, in the future, since I'll, I'll put you on the approved list, you have full access through our territory, which should shortcut any time you need to do extra jobs, which, looking at Drawl, should raise your ranking on the message boards and the job boards, which will lead, pointing back to Mox, to more souls coming your way. If this one doesn't tank it. We can, we can work through that. We can work through that. We have some cheese, too. <laughs> well, uh, while you're here, I'll make sure you're well fed. 
Thank you. Uh, Galen will tip his hat at uh, at our at our friend Mercury here and uh, reach out a hand. He's like, we shake on this right now. As long as uh, you're all amenable to it, works for me. Galen looks around at the group. He puts out his hand. He he shakes your hand, and this is this guy's so strong, so so many muscles. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> you you also you don't think he's cybered. Mm. Galen takes just, note. <laughs> yeah, just just from you know casually interacting with him, talking to him, being in his proximity, shaking his hand. This feels like just a a strong dude who has horns. Like legit, I would like to do a perception check on those horns. Sure, that's a four. <laughs> They're, I think they're, yeah, four or five. They're handsome. They are handsome. They're they're like big old kind of ram's horns that come from his mm-hmm. forehead, kind of sprouting up from the skin. Go and he's he's, he's bald, big old buff Santa beard, um, up and curling back, uh, kind of coming not all the way behind his ears, coming forward, but like down this way. Um, they are a very midnight black bone substance. Very handsome. Purdy. Purdy. Yeah. He just kind of looks around and he's like, well, with that, then uh, got any more of that whiskey? Oh, this? Oh, no, this is espresso. No. Oh. If you want wi- if you want whiskey, that's. We've got that too. I'd kill for a drink right about now. And Jalen, Galen is still kind of like <laughs> on his jaw a little bit from getting smacked <laughs> earlier. Okay, tell you what. Um, do y'all have your glows handy? And he taps on the table, and all of you on your glows get a an interactive map of the facility kind of kind of a you are here and where do you want to be he says uh, you're 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 free to walk around you're free to look around um the uh the garages are marked on the map if you want to uh, act- actually i'll just I'll, I'll have the winnebago brought down uh in bay 12 if you want to go over there and check it out um, I've got some bit other business to attend to, but uh, you're you're free to you're free to explore and talk to people and do what you want uh, until you have to leave. Yes. Wait one second. Uh, mm. can, can I can I touch your horns? <laughs> sure. Thanks. <laughs> Galen, Galen leans over to draw. I was like, can you just ask a man if you can touch his horns like that? Is that real like a thing um, that you can do? Is, is that not how you talk to can, people? but not kosher. Wow. Should we should we be in the room for this? I honestly respect that we were looking for like acceptance. 
very beautiful, sir. Thank you. I just, I just couldn't help myself. They were just, thanks. <laughs> he just smiles at you. <laughs> While the horns are getting caressed. Um, <laughs> may I ask just one more question? Um, maybe you covered this and blame it on hearing isn't everything it used to be. How many lives are there here? How many people live here? In this facility? In what you've started to create. Uh, I see what you're asking. I'll give you a couple answers. Uh, where we are right now, no one lives here. People just work here. Uh, but this... Uh, uh, an experiment this size could probably sustain 5,000 people. That's, if care, if that's cared what's for currently here, if cared for appropriately with my proprietary uh, technology and services, proprietary, eh? Oh, there's an angle. I respect that. Are you going to um? Let's say all of this works. Exactly how you want it to. You get as much of this material as you want. You create forests underground. What exactly is the price of admission to your proprietary experiment? I like how you think. Uh, there's no price for entrance, but if you live here, your work is part of the collective. Your work is part of sustaining yourself and everyone around you and the environment and expanding and allowing goods and services to be moved in and out of wherever you happen to be. Yeah. Techno-socialism, some call it. I'm a fan. Some do. I like you. Well, at least what you stand for. I'm not sure about those. Make a bit garish for me, but you know. I mean, I, I didn't. <laughs> I, I, I didn't decide to grow them. That it because of all that shit upstairs. It did. But it got us where we are now. Mm. Galen's walking off to get a whiskey. <laughs> oh, I'm Palin. <laughs> yeah. So on, on on your glow, you there's a little search function on the map. You could pull up a little uh, commissary for the staff, and as you walk out of those big frosted glass doors. Again, the running lights along the floor illuminate and show you which way to go. It's mirrored on your glow. So your glow yeah. is doing the, you know, walk ahead, turn left, and the lights are showing you that as well. Um, does anybody go with me? 
Okay. Uh, does that direction have anything whiskey? more alien stuff? <laughs> no, whiskey is not alien stuff. <laughs> uh, dog, if you search alien stuff, nothing comes back. Damn it. Uh, it, it's, it says, uh, we couldn't find anything matching these terms. Did you mean library? Siri, search alien stuff near me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you mean a house stakes? God damn it. <laughs> Technology be- letting you down. <laughs> Always. Just to be clear, so we just handed that canister over with those hand, that handshake. It's done. Hands wiped clean. Do we have a time timer on us as we are in this facility? He said you kind of had the run of the place without getting in trouble until you need to leave. Okay. Because that's that could be a really long stay. Yes. Mox is joining Galen for whiskey for what it's worth. Okay. Yeah, we're getting whiskey. Oh, okay. (laughs) Is Dog just going to start walking around the facility looking around? Well, well, Dog might approach Mercury to have a serious conversation and inquiry. Okay, so uh, we've got Galen, Mox, and B going to the commissary. What is Drawl doing? Uh, I would like to talk to uh, Miss Mercury and then um, I'm just kind of interested in taking a look at the facility as a whole. Like, OK, so so going to sit with my glow probably and figure out where I want to go, what all they have. So Mercury is getting up to leave. He said he had some other business to do, but he's willing to do a walk and talk if Dog and Drawl want to trot along after him. He is, uh, he's, he's kind and polite, but he's ending this meeting to go on to do something else. Let's start with uh, Dog and Drawl. So Mercury, let me, re- let me reset that. So you were all on this big terrace, this big kind of half circle outcropping over this giant forest. And there were these giant frosted doors that led into it from the hallway when you came off the elevator. He, when he says he's done goodbye and after this conversation, um, he walks to the outer edge of the terrace and uh, the railing slides apart and you see steps like automatically start sliding out of the wall underneath the terrace and he starts walking down them. So if the two of you are following him, you are descending further underground. Um, These steps kind of spiral out and down at a slow descent, but uh, they're bringing you down to another door 
underneath where you were standing on the terrace. And that door slides open and Mercury walks in. And you are in, you are standing in like a really nicely put together, aesthetically pleasing office. Uh, nice chairs, big desk, what might be what might be books uh, on shelves lining the walls, some nice plants, tons of vid screens and hollow projectors all over the place. And he walks through that into another hallway. And uh, now you're in kind of that uh, office building maze and catacombs of different offices and hallways. And he's just, he knows exactly where he's going and the two of you are trailing after him. So any conversation the two of you want to have while this is, what this walk and talk is happening, go right ahead. Operez-vous. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Level with me here. How? With all this? And why? Uh, Give me a little something, something. You don't got to tell me the full deep. Just, just a little, little morsel of information. Wet my palate. Uh, <laughs> well, what, what I tell a lot of people probably won't make you happy, but the, the how is a lot of hard work and the why is because no one else is doing it. But I know that's not what you want. Uh, it's too vague. I know, but it, it gets the, it gets the people with, uh, <clears throat> gets the people with the things I need interested. Uh, but it's very long or custard. <laughs> very long story short, we have found a lot of things that the corpse and the plexus don't want everyone to know. We've built on that. We've had some accidental discoveries, had some intentional discoveries and uh, got lucky. But we are able to duplicate it. And that's the key thing. This, where you're standing now, is the result of years of work. But this isn't where we started. This is the result of many, many successful tests. It is duplicatable. It is sustainable. And... It is a functional way of life that the corpse don't want you to know about. Well, they put us all in a shipping container and tell us the air is poison if they knew they could get ahead. So. And it is poison, yeah. by the way. I mean, yeah. I'm you know that. You're a smart kid. I've been around the block once or twice. But... I like this. I'm very hesitant to like anything. 
I get it. I mean, the world we've been living in is uh, a shit show. And no one wants to accept the little bit of good that we can find and can make for ourselves. But it's here. Who we limit it to is where we begin to draw lines. But I like what you Well, I I certainly don't want the powers that be down here. They're going to shut me down. We're not going to fucking tell them. Why would we do that? Why would we do that? Never. No, no, that's stupid. But I want to believe that this is truly good. Don't fuck me on this. And thanks for doing what you did. The, uh, the, uh, 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 of the power scale that exists between us, believe me, I won't fuck you over. With the power struggle that exists between us, I'm thankful. See you later. Dog, you good? Yeah, I got some questions. Okay. And while <laughs> while y'all have been talk, walking and talking, like he's been sticking his head into labs, looking at things, signing off on things. He's been going into offices. Like he's doing business. He's doing things. You're not just walking down hallways. Dog is impressed. <clears throat> Dog is preparing. Does not have very much charisma, but is uh, <clears throat> preparing himself for a uh, business face. Yes. So uh, I see here you've made quite a bit of progress. Excellent work. I think we might have got off to a bad start, although he did do some tough talking <laughs> Acting like maybe I couldn't take you on, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, what um, question for you? What you seen any like green lights in the sky or, you know, anything weird? Uh, yeah, I mean, many weird things. Anything you'd like to, uh, let's say, maybe divulge? I'll give you a high five. <laughs> Great job here. Fantastic job here. Uh, is, is there something specific you're looking to find that you hope I know about or? Yeah, good job. Call Space Bay. Let's cut shit. Uh, you got any alien stuff around here? A lot of stuff <laughs> here seems like it was just boom. Uh, not to discount your hard work or anything, just saying a little bit of maybe a little grease in the wheels, grease in the, the brackets, the ball bearings, maybe. I, I guess it depends on how you define alien. Are there extra planar things that I've used uh, in my work? Yes. Go on. Is it? Alien in the sense that it was another uh, culture's technology, another group of beings living off planet. I don't know. Do you not know or you is that like a I don't know, like a well, I won't say. Well, that's the question, isn't it? That is a question. I'm asking it if you could give me an answer, unless you don't know, I guess. I I thought you're pretty smart. I feel like this is a little bit borderline to my proprietary uh, 
technology here. So maybe we just leave it at that. I'm not asking for the 11 herbs and spices. I'm just trying. Chicken grease salt. Yeah, chicken grease salt. Listen, I'm just trying to. I got some parts and I'm just trying to replicate something that I saw one night. And if you've got anything you could shoot my way or just like a little point and wink. And uh, I'd be interested. That's all. Uh, you know, I like I like where you're coming from. I like your inquisitive mind. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe you should just dig around one of the workshops and see what you find. Dog takes a second, looks around, uh, and then he realizes that this is essentially like a a side quest popping up on his sidebar, and then he's like, "Oh, oh gotcha." <laughs> I will leave you to your business um, is workshop on this here map because I searched for, you know, what I was looking for and just couldn't find it. Technology and all that. Uh, yeah, just start with W.O. and the auto <laughs> yeah. the auto correct will fill it all in for you. Uh, Would. So. Hey, yeah. I get it. No, I get yeah, it. I get it. it, I, got, it. I got it. It, it, it. We're so far underground. It takes a minute. You know, the signal's a little bit slow, no matter what I do. Um, so fair enough. He is. He is trotting along. He's not stopping you if you want to keep tagging along on his heels. But he's also kind of indicating with body language that maybe he has some other stuff to do. Um, in all of this walking around, you've done very typical uh, open floor plan office space in that there's little clusters of desks, there's cubicles, uh, there's some little cozy nooks if you wanted to sit down and look at the glow to figure out where you want to go next. Um, and there's lots of people working like there there are. Lots of people milling about doing jobs. None of them give any of you, the two of you with him, like the, the a second's glance. So no one's bothering you. If you wanted to stop and figure out where you want to go next. Uh, so we will cut back to the rest of our party. Who have followed the blinking lights to a commissary, a little, uh, little restaurant. You walk in. It's like a very typical cafeteria at a big office campus. You walk in and there's a couple lines of buffet style food. There's some some coolers that have pre-made items that you can grab. And there's a whole bunch of tables and chairs and maybe a dozen, 20 people down here at various tables in various size groups, eating, working, relaxing. Galen uh, tries to locate the bar area-ish what is but can effectively get us a whiskey. Oh, uh, absolutely. It's and, labeled. Yeah, and, and just tries to kind of get us over in that direction. Um, kind of moves pretty smoothly through the room and, and gets enough for everybody that's assembled there uh, and passes it out to everybody 
And before he takes a drink, he goes on a scale of one to fucked. How, uh, how, how are we here? What do we think? And he takes a sip. B taking a nibble of cheese, taking a sip of whiskey, grimacing at the cheese and the whiskey. Was B carrying a plate of cheese this whole way from the first uh-huh. table? Okay. I just want, I wanted to picture it in my head. Thank you. There was a wheel of cheese. B would have stolen it Skyrim style. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me think of that scene from The Hobbit. Like, do you, do you want a cheese knife? Cheese knife, she eats it by the block. Yes, yeah, basically. IRL and in-game. Um, so B's going to grimace and then uh, kind of check to see if anybody's listening at the bar area. Not so much? No. Okay. Uh, everyone else that's down here is is clearly paying attention to their own thing, very much like Thalys. If okay. you're in there, th- you're supposed to be in there. So, yeah, you don't look like they're regular co-workers, but you're in there, so it's fine. Clearly, we're fine. Yeah. We're not going to get spied on. Okay, cool. So then noticing that B takes another gulp of whiskey and goes, you know, I don't think we're fucked. I think... Depending on like, you know, if if the canister is like meant for like, I don't know, some corpo CEO's son or something, we might be uber fucked. But if we are going to help here and not have to fight out of like all of the people down here, I think that's probably the safer option. I don't know. This is my first rodeo. Can Mox just, you said this was a commissary of sorts. There were lines and other people here. Can Mox just try to, while taking his sip of whiskey, look around and try to gauge what the people are wearing, what their possible jobs might be, their general expressions. Do they look like mindless drones or do they look happy to be here? That type of thing. Sure. Why don't you give me an investigation check? That's 20. For a total of 22. Good good for you. Use it on that. So Mox has made a couple of very key observations, not only in this room, but as he has been walking around the facility. Because um, it, it was, let's say, a five, ten minute walk to get here from where you were. Um, you see that the people with you in this room with you right now are wearing what we might call typical laboratory worker outfits, if there's such a thing. Um, coveralls, lab coats. They they don't look like people who are out scrapping and scrounging in the desert. They look like people that are working in a laboratory facility, not like a clean room, but they're professionals. None of them are none, none of them have that 
uh, dead eye zombie, they're being brain controlled look on their faces. None of them are particularly jumping up and down for joy working, but they're not hating their lives. Galen, uh, will, Galen will just kind of mutter under his breath as he's looking around, too. He's like, this reminds me too much of the city. Mox also has noticed a very clear distinction between the dust jockeys that they interacted with on the surface and these folks. Mm. Uh, the people on the surface are desert scrappers. They're rough and tumble. They're living in the, the, uh, the elements. They're fighters. So we look way out of place, basically. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> this is the scene. This is this is the scene when uh, Peter and Miles are going through the cafeteria and just strolling and getting a bagel. Yeah. Um, you all Mox also remembers that at the end of their little arena show, when Mercury, which he saw through his sniper scope, Mercury walked to the edge of the little rock formation they were standing on, and he addressed the crowd of dust jockeys from way up high, and they all, not lockstep, turned and obeyed him, but they all paid attention to what he was saying, even though he wasn't, like, shouting through a megaphone, and they, they got in line real quick. This place is um, quite the operation, eh? How you think our benevolent host came to be in such a position? That's a tough word to say with a lisp. Position <clears throat> in a place like that. <laughs> <laughs> last time, last time anybody was benevolent, it ended in a tower falling in the middle of my city. A bunch of hooligans throwing exploding tamales out of fucking uh helicopter so i don't really believe in benevolence he's got resources out of this this is insane yeah the amount of souls this must have i don't think he did it with souls i think he did it with leverage so you don't think it was like both real and the money souls Oh, I feel sure he bought his way through some of this stuff to Box's point there, but I haven't seen this kind of operation. And I mean, I've saw it in towers that were runs with the CEO type thing, right? You know, security details sort of things like that's the last time I saw anything like this. Now, those towers are a smoldering mess at the bottom of uh, Angel City, but uh, nothing. The math ain't mathin'. For me, do, do B, I have a question. Yeah, um, I didn't get to uh spend too much time in Solis outside of the lovely quarters of Dog, which were um splendid, by the way. Thank you for that great living arrangement. He likes Motley Crew, yeah. <sighs> um, anyway, how did the food here compare to Solis? I mean, 
I, I don't know if you ate at Ferdy's, but like we we go and scavenge a lot for what we eat. We're we're not eating this stuff. That's that's why I got this plate of cheese. Like I I don't even know if anybody in Solace knows how to make cheese anymore or or where to get the ingredients. Be honest, you can't exactly like milk a cactus. So as a, as a as a word for that detail, you're absolutely right. Of course, Solace does grow food. Mm. Solace grows like desert cultivated food. So cactuses, uh, a lot of um, hydroponic stuff. Uh, Solace is built into the rock walls of that canyon. So there are very similar grow rooms to like the big forest cavern you were in, but obviously not to the same scale. Um, a lot of, a lot of soy, a lot of, uh, fake food, taste, taste alikes. Um, also occasionally people will come through selling supplies from different, towns, uh, different settlements out in the wastes. So you're definitely creating your own food. You're not eating the processed stuff from the megacorps, but it's all very, we're living in the desert surviving versus whatever the hell this is. Night and day difference. I would imagine this kind of clocks as old world food in a way. Or like, especially for B, who has not been in any of the plexes, right? Or any of the species. Yes. Yeah. So, so B would not have that context of like, this is better than the processed shit that the plexes sell, the corpse sell. But B would have the context of old stories, old movies, old vids. And you can only imagine, oh my God, this has to be what it was like before all this shit happened. Yeah. Uh, B, after answering that and kind of pondering on it, is starting to look around and trying to notice if there are any logos or signs or posters or anything like that around. Other than the menus, of course, we are in the commissary. Mm -hmm. So, no. There's... There is an absence of frivolous advertisement or decoration. Uh, this uh, this commissary, this cafeteria that you're in, it's not bare bones, but it's a very like ultra modern aesthetic. So clean lines. Uh, Chrome, not like shiny chrome, like kind of dull, polished chrome, ivory, very subtle, very cool colors, uh, lights coming from recessions, recessed things in the walls. It's not like there's bright halogen bulbs just hanging out there. It's very 
aesthetically pleasing. It's very calming. It's very relaxing. There's no vid screens playing news vids or trids or entertainment. There's not a, uh, like at Ferdy's, there's a screen playing movies or whatnot. Uh, there's a piano in the corner. None of that here. Are these people, and, oh, sorry, you good. No, go ahead, please. Well, I was just going to look around and, and as B sort of calling some of this stuff out too, it's, it's like the look on these people's faces and stuff like that, like Galen would know from, from his previous life, like these people are all unique, right? Like they're wearing essentially a uniform because they were at work and we're in a lab Yes. Galen's used to that, so he's not thrown off by that. But like, people have tattoos and things like that, right? Or I can roll a perception if you need me to. Yeah, why don't you give me a perception? That's a nat twenty. That's much better than my first perception. Wow, roll. That's I'll take too... that. I'll take yeah. that. <laughs> Y'all are killing it tonight. Uh, Galen sees individuals Galen it does not see drones does not see clones does not see from his skill and experience it doesn't seem like these people are being forced or controlled in any way so horny boy could have been telling the truth but he also puts two and two together that this is this has to be a a massive facility based on what they saw in that underground cavern Mm -hmm. they're probably you're probably miles underground yeah he's he's sitting there thinking security details and Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff even though they probably i mean they probably have security but we haven't have we seen you, security? Well, posted? with a nat 20, you did. Okay. You, you, Galen has definitely clocked uh, cameras mm-hmm. and observational equipment everywhere. This place has eyes. Walking around, uh, you have not seen anyone that walks like a cop or a security team. But you're you have absolutely seen cameras, sensor strips. You know that this place is under absolute minute surveillance. Nothing happens without someone seeing it. All right, I'm gonna push it with a nat 20. Is there a chip reader anywhere? Mm-hmm. As we've been walking through any of this stuff. No. Okay. I'm also curious, and maybe this is something that Galen notices, or maybe this is with the Nat 20 investigation carried over. You said that there were no visible or discernible cybers on Shreddy, Shredder, Shreddy Mercury. Any people down here? So on Mercury, the the one thing you noticed that stood out other than the horns and his, and and the buffness, the general attractiveness, 
was on his wrists, very muscly, strong wrists. He's got big, solid bands, uh, like three on each forearm. And they go maybe, they went maybe halfway up from his wrist to his elbow. And they were the same on both arms. Um, you could not tell if it was a tattoo, if it was cyber, if it was something natural. It wasn't jewelry. But from just having that conversation at the table with him, you noticed that. You would, you would notice that, I think, uh, in last episode. But you looked more at it this time and you couldn't pick up anything specific about it. Um, but correct, no visible cybers on and him. Are there any visible cybers on the people in here? So, uh, yes. Okay. I didn't need like specific ones. I was yes. just curious if it was you, like a cult of Luddites um, style thing. You definitely noticed as you were walking from that meeting room to where you are now, because you took some twists and turns through this, the hallways of this office different levels, different floors. You definitely saw people with some visible cyber. You saw people with drones kind of hovering at their shoulders. Um, one of the hallways you walked down had uh, like big open windows into a laboratory that the hallway was walking along the side of. And you saw people working on drones, people working on bits and pieces that were probably for a rover uh, in this cafeteria that you're in now. Yeah. A handful of them have some cyber on their hands, something on their face. You all know what I hate the most about this place. As I believe in what he says he's trying to do. I've long been of the opinion that Technology should be used to benefit the masses, not to subjugate, subjugate, <clears throat> not to put them down. And I hate the fact that I can't think that there isn't an angle, that there isn't something else going on here. I want to just believe it. Well, now feel, look at that now. The mad scientist with a heart of gold. No, a little bit. Don't be saying that so loud, all right? <laughs> Knew you were a good one. So let's let's pause that conversation there. Let's go back to dog and drawl. Uh, where did you decide to go? You could go to the same place. You could go to different places, but... Where, where did you decide to, to go look? Uh, definitely Draw would have just um, kind of sat somewhere that looked kind of comfortable or was kind of central where she could see all the way around herself um, and kind of looked, really looked at the files that he sent, um, detailing the the layout where the operations are with the flow of, of work and activity is through those spaces. Um, and then after denying the rumbling in her stomach for long enough, she would take a leisurely stroll 
to wherever, let's say the cafeteria, mess hall, anything like that. Okay. So passing through anywhere where something natural is growing, ideally. Okay. So what showed up on your glow? You scroll through it. You, you kind of zoom in, you zoom out, you look at a couple things, you click on a couple things. It's very interactive. It's very helpful. But you get the sense that it's a little bit sanitized. Uh, something just tells you, your instinct just tells you, maybe there's a couple things that aren't labeled on here or... Huh, that, that kind of looks like that hallway is a little bit too long. Like you can't put your finger on it. You don't know exactly what's missing in this information that's been presented. It's already listed warehouse six. Right. Um, your, your hackles are up. You also know that, I mean, you're, you're miles under the ground. You, you know that uh, just based on how big the cavern was. Um, you know that the facilities that you are seeing cannot be everything that exists. Like just based on the size, it doesn't feel right to you. Um, that being said, what is on the map does appear to be very clean and helpful. You saw warehouses, vehicle bays. You saw laboratories. You saw uh, housing, bunks. Um, it, it's all very clearly labeled what is there. You feel like there's more, but you can definitely uh, poke around with what you do see. Um, I feel like when you eventually do find that need that you can't fight it anymore and go to a cafeteria, you're going to end up in the same cafeteria where the other folks are. Is there a way to, um, in walking back, take the long route so I could see as much as I can? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Um, as the land. So as Drawl is walking through, again, taking that long route, she makes the same connections slowly over time that we've pointed out that Galen and Mox noticed. So you you see security systems, not as many as Galen would have seen, but you do clock a couple cameras here and there. Uh, With... Her longer walk through the facility, she still doesn't see anybody carrying themselves as security. She also does not see any of the uh, surface dust jockeys, none of the brawlers, none of the fighters are down here. She makes a lot of the same observations about the workers that she does see. Some have cyber, some don't. Some are working with drones. It seems to be a pretty even mix. No one's miserable or forced but they're all clearly doing a job they're not just hanging out leisurely enjoying life they're working um 
remind me a little bit about Drawl's backstory. Does she have that experience of the corpse in the Metroplexus? Yes. I'm trying to remember here. I, I think uh, somewhere in the past she had to leave a Metroplex, right? Yes. So she was um, originally born in the waste, brought into the Metroplexes in mm -hmm. order to be allowed to live life and then kind of came to the conclusion that she didn't belong there, that no one belongs there and that they're fucked up and we're going to burn this place to the ground. And then she went to Solace. So you have seen the the office drones in corpse. You have seen the people working their life away because they owe it to the big corpse that own every single bit of their personalities and who they am, their identity. These people echo that, but it's not the same. Like something tells you, your gut tells you that there's some sort of difference between these workers. It's not as bad as working for a corp, but someone is still telling these folks what to do and, and giving them a task and expecting results. Still a system of power. It's still yeah. a system of control. But these are not the uh, the wage drones that are being <laughs> under the thumb of the corp under maybe a pinky it's different i don't know uh dog where did dog get up to dog was heading towards the workshop as he was as it was suggested but he will of course get lost along the way and walk into some various rooms and oh oh sorry 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 and um head over towards the workshop okay eventually so uh eventually dog ends up in a workshop and you uh you recognize someone pretty pretty much right away uh, it's that, it's that cyber lady from the elevator. She is, she is, uh, when you walk into this room, she is kind of standing on an elevated circular platform, a couple steps off the ground. Uh, there are maybe a dozen columns at like waist level around the edges of the circular platform. And each of them is displaying uh, like, a, like an upward-facing conical hollow display, kind of narrow at the bottom, wider at the top. And as she move her, moves her hands over them, they expand. She does some stuff. They kind of shrink back down when she moves her hands away. So that catches your eye right away. And then you look deeper into the room past this very interesting um, display. And you see a very long, narrow room and uh, kind of a long, clear hallway walking space path down the middle. And on either side, kind of as far as you can see, you see automated robotic arms, control devices, working on kind of an assembly line. 
you see uh, rove parts, rover parts being made. You see some drones being worked on. You see parts of vehicles. Oh. And she is completely locked in on what she's doing. When you enter, uh, she does not respond to your entering. You also don't see any other people in here. Uh, Dog's just going to quietly kind of walk around, take a peek, and just um, see if there's... If there may be anything else that seems just completely out of the ordinary to him, but he is definitely like surprised to see this. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Why don't you give me. You got your choice here. You could do electronics, you could do engineering, you could do investigation. What what feels right in the moment here? Um, engineering. Do it. Uh, I rolled a nat one, but that would be a 10 with the bonus. Well, uh, 11 with the bonus. Sorry. Okay. So this is very overwhelming. Yeah. I mean, this is. a massively long room, like as massive as the cavern you were in that had a forest growing in it. You kind of don't see the end of this room. And the more you walk around, the more you see. And you, you actually, it's visual stimuli overload. Yeah. It's total overload right now. You, son- you suddenly realize, oh, wait a minute. There's, le- there's, there's multiple levels of this going up. Like stacks on stacks of these r- robot arms doing things. This assembly lines building things. It's not just floor level. It goes up and is over your head. Um, oh. You... You do not see anything you don't recognize. But you've not walked into the depths of this thing. You're still within eye line of that cyber lady. Uh, uh, dog is alarmed. Mm hmm. I believe I will find alien shit elsewhere. Um, How long do you think you uh, try to stand (laughs) walking around here looking at things before you try to leave? uh, Maybe maybe about a minute. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. she does not uh, respond or react to you at all. She just keeps working the whole time. Yeah, dog is pretty alarmed by this. Uh, he's gonna just turn on his heels and just quietly out and try to go find the rest of the party. Okay. Um, I feel like 
with dog's luck, he will probably stumble his way through a couple different interesting rooms before he finds the rest of the party. Uh, he, he might stumble through like a, a housing area, some some suites there where people would be hanging out, relaxing. Uh, I think at one point he'll accidentally walk into one of the garage bays and see a whole bunch of like desert motorcycles being worked on. Um, okay. Yeah. In in another room he walks into, he sees he's still trying to wrap his head around what he actually kind of looked at here, but he sees these like a big room, like a garage lined with bays. And each little bay, there is uh, like a humanoid shape where a person could stand. And then there's all these like inset shelves all around that little humanoid shape. And they're all filled with aerial drones. Uh, and, and dog does remember when they were getting chased on the way to the arena, that was the drones were chasing them. Yeah. Uh, putting two and two together because dogs smart at this kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, they're there. This, this is like the, the storage bay for the drone, the pilot and all of their gear. So the, the pilot could sit in or or the pilot would sit in or stand in that little humanoid shape and activate all of their drones around them that are keyed to them. For if you're gearing up to go for a mission or when you're coming home and you're going to shelve everything and do some some refueling and, and tech, some recovery work on them, that kind of stuff. This is where those that team <laughs> gears up and, and does stuff. Um, does dog notice, I would say anything out of the ordinary, but like, is there anything else on the scale of the raw assembly line or screens and central command, whatever that would give him pause? I can roll perception if you need. Instead of rolling perception, why don't you give me? They give me a determination check. Okay. I think that's the first time I've rolled one of those this campaign. Uh, that would be a three. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so. Dog hits a point of just absolute stimuli overload. And even though he's really inquisitive about what's in these rooms, he, yeah. he just shuts down. I mean, you he's been staring at so much. It is so overwhelming. His head is spinning, trying is it is it alien stuff? That's 
uh, that's an assembly line for more rovers. Oh, wait, that's it was was that an assembly line for some sort of other massive vehicle? There's all these drones. Wait a minute. We just walked through a forest. All this is in the waste, which, you know, he, he knows it's like just impossible. To, it's so difficult yeah. to live out here. It is. It, he hits a point of just absolute. Shut down. Can and I uh, oh, go ahead? He, he's got to take a seat for a second is what I'm saying here. You got to take a break. Yeah. Dog's brain is like everything's coming together. Like the forest underground in the waste was one thing like right. you're growing food. Great job for you. But also dogs past in Angel City and then seeing everything at the corpse and Metroplexes is coming back of like, OK, food and, and plants are good. But then there's all of this stuff and an assembly line of robs and everything. That's mm-hmm. that's too much. This isn't what I thought it was. Oh, God. Oh, God. I need to go. I need to go. And yeah, that scope and that scale starts to just become absolutely overwhelming. He starts taking a couple hallways at random, not like running, sprinting to get away, not fight or flight, but just he's just moving at random. And uh Eventually, as he walks past a door, he bumps into someone like you were completely tunnel vision, not looking at all. You're almost just looking at the floor ahead of your feet. And then suddenly, boom, someone's in your personal space and you don't fall on your ass, but you stumble. And you look up and it's that cyber lady. You kind of walked in a big circle. Ah, Oh. She she leans she not help not to help you up because you didn't fall on your ass but like she reaches out a hand for you oh you're you're still here yeah I'm looking for food uh, these hallways are pretty big how where's the food at <laughs> yeah it's uh, it's overwhelming the <laughs> forever I was gonna say you get used to it you don't. I'm hungry too. Come with me. And she starts walking Uh down the hallway you were on and takes a left, takes a right, and goes into an elevator and she holds the door for you. Siri, find food. (laughs) It's this way. Come on. We're going straight up. Uh yeah, give me just just a second. Um uh just make it seeing where my buddies are here. Uh Siri find food. Siri find food. Dog is gonna is trying to like covertly and innocently check to see like are we actually headed towards the commissary? Yes. Okay. All right, yeah, okay. I'm on my way. Thank you. Gotta tell my mom where I'm at. Uh As you were walking with her, you noticed something right away. When you last encountered her in, well, second to last time you encountered her, she was working on the computers and being, doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah, she's fast. The the first time you encountered her was in that elevator coming down from the arena floor. And she was like stream of consciousness talking constantly. And sometimes coming out of that to ask you or one of your crew a specific question. 
and then kind of zoning back into her work. Like she was just constantly talking and working. Sometimes she would talk to you. Sometimes she'd be talking to someone else. That's not happening right now. Uh, so she's waiting at the elevator. You walk over. She hits a button. So I guess. Uh, what, you talk to Mercury. You're, you're part of this whole thing now because you're alive. Yes, I am alive. Yeah. Uh, yep. Um, I'm along for the ride. I don't know nothing. I don't know nothing about nothing. I'm just here with my buddies and they're helping you all out. And I plan to help you all out, too. Yep. Good, good. Um, man, you you put on a show like the kids haven't seen in a while. So that's good. Um, I'm guessing that's why Mercury let you stay. Did he give you an assignment or yes oh cool what are you working on i'm gonna be i was eating cheese i'm not <laughs> entirely sure um impressive operation that you all have here nice bunker did <sighs> Did he give you the whole shock and awe with the terrace in the cavern? And yeah, he was like, look at my food. Look at all this. Look at the forest. There's water down here and it's a cave. Oh, aren't I <sighs> magnificent? And I said, yes, sir. And um, yeah. Oh, that man. <laughs> that, What's up? Yeah. He's 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 good at what he does. Uh, he, he organized all of this, but. He's a showman at heart. He 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 loves impressing people. Um, let me help you out. My name is Janice. Hey. And she like holds out her hand to to shake yours if you want to. Yeah, sure. I'll shake her hand. Hi, Janice. I'm Dog. Hi, Dog. You are you are the one that all the kids are still talking about. That that. Put on that show out in the arena. Uh, I mean, who could blame them, really? I'm sorry. <laughs> it was impressive. <laughs> Thank you. I'm saying. Uh, so there's a lot going on down here. There's a lot that is for the future. There's a lot that's for the present. But uh, it is pretty much what it seems. You're not, you're not. Uh, what Mercury told you is is true. You're not really in any danger down here. Um, just kind of got to follow along and and do what you're told. I didn't really feel like I was in danger. That's good. Oh, look, we're at the cafeteria, <laughs> and the elevator door opens, zoop, and it walks you right into the cafeteria. And uh, there's a few dozen people in here now, and you immediately see your group because they stand out because they're not wearing those same uniform <laughs> outfits that everybody is. And uh, she goes, oh, there's the rest of your friends. Hey, guys, I made a friend. She says we're not in danger at all. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Jan 
The cyber lady walks over to your table. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I found your dog. Uh, wait. And it looks over at Mox. It was like, where is where where is he anyways? Mox? No. Your dog. Argus. No. Argus. No, Ar- no, this the, the person. Like. Oh shit. Pulls out she my glow trying to figure out where Argos ran off to, presses a button to basically recall him back home. Couple of minutes later, throughout this conversation, he'll show up with like a tiny piece of cheese and yeah. pass it over to B. Yeah. Oh yeah, that also that one. But you know the person, the dog that she kind of Vanna White's. Oh, I found him. Well, he was wandering around. Oh. Yeah. Right. He likes to get out his energy before bed. Yeah. And make make sure he doesn't piss the bed. So. And. Thanks. And all of all of this stuff was happening like layered on top of each other simultaneously, right? So Drawl had gone on her adventure and ended up here probably five, ten minutes before Janice and Dog show up. All of that conversation that happened with B and Galen and Mox, all of this stuff was happening at the same time. So it's been what, let's say 30 minutes, 45 minutes since. Uh, we left that conversation with Mercury and you've all, and now you're all back together. And Janice is there. Yeah. Uh, I, he, he stumbled, uh, stumbled across me as I was finishing up work for the day. And uh, I, f- I figured he'd probably want to see the rest of y'all. Fair, fair. Tell me, tell me now, what do y'all do for fun after y'all get done working around here? Besides put on really fun, uh, Promo classes. Uh, well, that's mostly for the kids. Down, down here where we're doing the real work. Uh, uh, same as anybody, really. I mean, once we're done for the day, head back home. Whatever's on the vid screens. What, y'all get? I don't know. Y'all get. Y'all get the broadcast from the cities down here too, or oh y'all God. pirate networks, or what are y'all working on? Uh, I mean, you, my you want it hasn't worked in the Bago for years. You want it, we've got it. We can get uh, we can get streams from anywhere if there's something you're interested in. I I tend not to watch the stuff from the plexes anymore. It's just so stupid. Well, can't argue with you there. You've uh, you've got a rather impressive crew here of uh, tech heads. Where did you uh, find all of these uh, well-learned individuals, eh? Volunteers? Uh, Help-wanted boards? I mean, end of the day, yeah, you need a job. We got jobs. Uh, Some people stumbled uh, across us accidentally. Some people were recruited. Recruit a few from the plexi, eh? Yeah. Well, not not everybody uh, has been brainwashed by the corpse. It's true. It's true. And we trained a lot of them. Except uh, you're not born for this, so some people just got to learn and figure it out as you go. What do you happen to, I think? Maybe not right now. I've got a little bit of whiskey in my brain. But maybe before we leave, um, could I possibly, you know, um, 
barely a student of electronics. Is there any way I could possibly, you know, see where all the magic happens, so to speak, you know? Maybe like a video tour where we like sit on a seat that goes around and throws us the laboratories. <laughs> uh, well, a bit like a ride. We don't we don't have any rides down here. But if you're interested about what we're doing, as long as you're not on assignment, yeah, I'll show you around. I mean, I've got my own work to do, but. I mean, like I'm off the clock oh, now. But. I'll stay out of the way. I mean, don't trouble yourself now. Just so, you know, I'd appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I just I just got done, so I need to eat, and then I got a couple of my own things to take care of. But if you're still here tomorrow, far as I know, we'll still be here. No, we could do some some repairs and any upgrades we could, you know, negotiate for the Winnebago. Mox, I, Mox, my dear man here, has noticed several things that need to be taken care of on that. And Well, you can't get I, that kind of help and solace, unfortunately. I was hoping to get my hands on some of those uh, chrome nanobots you had on that big robot upstairs. Or at least the plans for them. I'm sure I could tinker around and make some of my own, but... Nanobots? Uh, Th- those those are not usable right now. Proprietary. I, I I heard that word a few times. It's it's not. I mean, yes, they are, but it's more like we don't have enough to use them for anything other than what we're using them for right now. We don't have a surplus. That's what I should have said to begin with. It's hard to think a word sometimes, especially after. After doing so much during the day, so many, so many voices. If if you don't mind. Research one of them. Just one. I mean, um, unless unless you're part of the team, it's not really allowed. Uh, You you said something. Just now, hmm. if you don't mind my observing, you're a little bit, um, you seem a little bit more relaxed than you did the first time with all you coming down the lift. You know, you were speaking just kind of whatever came out of your mouth. I mean that in a respectful way, but you said so many uh, voices. Yeah, I mean, that's part of the job. That's how we get all this stuff done. I'm sorry, I'm, like I said, I'm not the smartest, uh, I'm not the sharpest light bulb in the drawer, so, um, what do you mean? Well, you know, you know Quancoms, right? Yeah, um, imagine I didn't. Uh, all right, so, quantum communication technology infinite amount of channels uh, that allows pretty much instantaneous communication and cooperation along multiple different work lines and project lines simultaneously. 
fascinating. So, yeah, it's it's a lot, but it helps. It helps. It it's how we've been able to get this done so quickly. I have difficulty keeping up with the one voice in my head. Couldn't imagine having so many. Yeah, it can it can be a lot sometimes. But um, I mean, I'm tired. I'm just going to be honest with you. I've been working all day. I'm I'm really beat. Oh, I beg your pardon. No, I'm no, no, so no. Sorry for no, prodding and no, crying. No, you're drink? you're. Uh, yes, thank you. You're new to all of this. You're not in the loop yet. I get it. I had questions when I first came on board too. Um, I'm just. I'm gonna um, go with that. That you came on. Like she looks up at the ceiling, kind of like reaches back and scratches her head. She, her hands bump into some of the the tech that's back there, like some of the fiber optic cables and some, and she almost like is surprised by it. Uh, um, three years, maybe five, something like that. It's, it all runs together. Mox is going to gesture to the back of his head where he doesn't have cybers back there, but she does uh, with his uh, cyber hand and says, you'll get used to it eventually. It takes a little while. Oh, there's always new stuff just to get the job done. Uh, But yeah, um, let me grab some food. Let me let me take a beat. And depending on where you're at with your assignments, we'll meet up later. Is that okay? I'm sorry. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Dog, would you like to uh, join her for food? I mean, you two seem to be getting all nice and friendly. I'm not I'm not I'm not upset or jealous or anything. I I hope you have a wonderful time with her. I'm I I just need some alone time. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I I would love to hang out with you talking to dog. I'd love to hang out with the rest of you. A little peace and quiet though goes a long way. So next time. No offense taken. Enjoy your food. Thank As you. she walks away, you see how she singled you out? See that? Eh? You she like no idea. Crew? You have no idea. <laughs> but I got stuff to tell you. Oh. So the, the cafeteria has filled up a little bit more. Like I said, maybe two, three dozen people. Again, no one is crowding around you. No one is looming over your shoulder it doesn't look like anybody's eavesdropping they're just doing their own stuff whether it's relaxing eating working with a a co-worker reading something on their glow no one's paying you any attention do we like are there that's this place mic'd up I feel like dog would have clocked some of the security, but not all of it. Fair. 
he's gonna assume that it is probably mic'd up and talked in hushed tones and we're gonna <laughs> table huddle <laughs> lean in lean in come here come here rabble 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 you're not saying anything peace and carrots peace and carrots peace and carrots <laughs> yeah i'm gonna make them i'm gonna make them adjust the knobs and everything oh. so, so that oh. they yeah, have to think that maybe isn't the audio it's off okay oh. I think am i the good. only one not understanding what he's saying just, 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 hold on. just hold on a second okay okay listen there's a whole hangar full of ROVs and auto assemblers on a scale that I've not seen since the Metroplexes. It's not just about making food. I don't know what they're making them for, but there's way too many. There's it's I, I, I there, there was it was too far to even see. I don't know. It was so long and so hard and so deep that I didn't even see all of the robots. But there were arms going constantly and she had screens all up everywhere. And I just don't. This is not an innocent operation. It's not just about food. Yeah. And the maps aren't completely updated. Sussy Mercury is running a tight mm-hmm. ship around here. And I don't. No, if we're on the good side or the bad side. I think right now we're just on the th- survive side. Well, it's fucking, yeah, but. Uh. Also, in the interest of being transparent, she was in there whenever I accidentally wandered, accidentally wandered into the, the workshop. She didn't seem to notice me, but then she found me later. She didn't say anything about it, but then she was like, you're all totally safe. And I didn't think that like... It didn't seem like we were totally safe. I don't know. She just said that without any prompting. Just like, you're safe. Don't worry. Yeah, she's like, you guys don't need to worry. You're all safe. Did he, did did Freddie Mercury give you like the whole spiel with the garden and the food? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, oh, he wasn't lying. You're all safe. And I was like, oh, I didn't. I don't remember if I said, hey, uh, thank you. Uh, don't I, I thought we were safe. You didn't have to say that. I don't think I said that outright, but it seemed like there was subtext and I don't remember. I think that's everything. Yeah. We're not safe. That's what I'm getting is we're not safe. Yeah, that's okay. We're on the same page. It would be like my, my idea is that we suddenly gather whatever information we can, get our first assignment to get us the fuck out of here, and then we can discuss more in detail further then. Now, hold on a minute. Do we want to start taking assignments from whatever weird place this is? I'm not saying we actually do it. I'm not saying that's an excuse to get out of the fucking door alive. I say say we politely finish our drinks. Voices. They have been wonderful hosts. But I say we finish our drinks. We avail ourselves of whatever we need. If we need to repair the Winnebago, we thank them for their generosity and our newfound partnership. And we leave and go back to Solace. I mean, just to play um, Shreddy Mercury's advocate, um, if we get one of the assignments, that's information. That's fair enough, but then we are indebted to to them. We are already fucking indebted to them. Getting out of here alive. Well, then 
thought Draw got us a nice pa- safe passage through. That's a deal. It's a verbal contract. He could go back on it if he wanted. Yeah, I could you blast him through his horns right about now, too, if I really wanted to. But, you know, he seems to be nice enough. And he's not wanting to make enemies of us. Yeah. So he's he's he sees something in us worth harnessing. And whether or not we allow him to have the reins or just let him think he does... It's our choice, so. No, rightfully so. He does not suspect us because we would never do anything bad to him, and we are totally on his side. Right. If I mention how sexy his horns are, so attractive. He is quite the horny boy. He is pretty hot. Yeah. It's unfair, really. <laughs> and you guys could have touched him if you asked. I didn't think. Yeah, we it. did kind of miss out on that. Yeah, I did. I did. I did think that would have not been polite, but your charms <laughs> could get toes. to them. Yeah. How did they feel? Were they velvety? They felt like horns. Were they ripped for her pleasure? What are we talking about? I'm going to take that as a yeah. Yeah. Does appear to be like that. Yep. It was pleasurable. I do think. We should leave as soon as possible, though. I don't want to be here. This place is giving me the willies. Nobody looks good. They all look like they don't have any fashion sense. And uh, wow, the food. That's your biggest concern. That's the red flag for you. It's because it's sterile. Like, look, no bags, no belts, not even a shoe untied. Like, yeah, it's not normal. You ain't ever seen the old vids of like hospitals and stuff like that. Like, this is. This is what it feels like here, and it's weirding me out, and I don't like it. I ain't ever been to the cities like you guys. I don't know if this is what corpo life is, but this is probably the closest thing I've ever seen to corpo, and uh, it's giving me the willies. Yeah, it should. I say if you want to avail of them and get an assignment that we can do on the outside, not on the inside... Uh, to continue to stay in their good graces, it would be very profitable for us to have a shipping lane through this area. Uh, and then I say we take our chances trying to make good on the outside for the moment and maybe do a little bit of our own uh, gathering because it sounds like a few of you are a little more um, heebie-jeebie right now. Well, so we need to secure... A job that will actually pay us something, so we should get moving as quickly as we can. Would be nice, yes. Also, I, I object to the term heebie-jeebie. I wasn't scared. I'm just cautious. Noted. You noted. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so with this conversation happening, what is... trots up and gives the piece of cheese to me. Um, B, there you go. B eats it out of your hand. (laughs) (laughs) It's feral. Fucking feral is what you are. Where are we going next? After we've had this consensus here. Shall we go fix the Windy Bagel? Make sure that they don't put any like surveillance technology in it because that's one of the things that I was 
wondering if that would happen. Sure. I mean, if we really wanted to get rich, we could always just take all of the the uh, technological advancements they put on the Windy Bagel and swap them out back in my shop. So I definitely have the parts to actually fix all this. We just don't have the transportation to get there. Then we could sell it. Why don't we cross that bridge when we get to Solace? And we'll okay. work our ways through there. It, it is your your Bernadette. I understand. I'm just giving us an option. Since, you know, we kind of went SOL on getting any of the SOLs. But before we depart, I would like the engineers in the group to do a once over to see, you know, how good was it done? You know, and if there's any surveillance or anything like that. That was the plan. All right. So the the group here is going to walk back to the garage bay where Bernadette was parked. Mm-hmm. And she looks the same as always. That's good. <laughs> um, the the damage she took in the arena fight was minimal. It was just surface level uh, dents and, and scratches from the, the flares that the Rav shot at it. Uh, if if anyone would care to make some checks, tell me what you're doing. So tag team it. Yeah. Is it all three of us? Go for it. I'm best or Mox's strength is with electronics, not engineering. So I was going to have Mox go around and see if he noticed any new additions, wirings, any new things that have been affixed. I have a strength in engineering um, and electronics, but I can focus on engineering if you want to focus electronics. Dog? Yeah, I got an engineering uh, role of 17. Damn. 28 for electronics. So electrical. <laughs> That's the role, not my stat. <laughs> I got a 16. Uh, you also rolled engineering, right? Yeah, I also rolled engineering. Okay. Um, Galen. Mm-hmm. What what would what would Galen do when he gets back to Bernadette? What's the first thing he would check? He would start doing uh <clears throat> he'd go around, kick the tires a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he would start looking for the obvious signs of tampering and things like that. Uh, So up under wheel wells, up under bumpers, things like that. Um, Okay. Yeah. That's the first thing you do. How about you give me investigation? Let's see. Which dice has not screwed me tonight? Okay, that's actually not too bad. Um, that's 14. Okay. And is there anything Drawl would check out 
when she gets back into the garage bay looking at the Bernadette while everyone's doing stuff. I'm sorry, what were you saying? Is, is there anything Drawl would be uh, looking at, looking for as people are checking out Bernadette? Yeah, so um, there, first of all, there are a lot of things. Um, but the only thing that she's really going to want to do is an experiment. Um, based on what she has on her glow, how, um, things are kind of like positioned out. She is going to look for the closest nook to her, maximize it so she can see and follow it to see where things cut off. See if there's like a hidden door, a hidden space or something that doesn't uh, add up. Gotcha. Um, okay. Just so looking for the break in the facade. So, so you're specifically looking at the map of the garage bay you're all in, trying to see if anything doesn't look right based on what you'd already seen about some potential problems with the mapping. Okay. Um, Underworld. <laughs> It's a very big number, I think, is what you're going to tell me here. Yeah. And then I get a plus six, right? 25. Yeah. Wonderful. Oh, I have a plus 10. My bad. Sorry. 29. I like like zoomed it in and I was like on completely the wrong thing. Sorry. (laughs) I love it. All right. Uh. So everyone gets to work. Everyone is doing their investigations, their own focuses, but also working together as a team. It's going to take you a minute to get some answers here. I think it might take you about two weeks because we're going to call it here (laughs) and see what happens next time. That is where we're going to end this episode. Thank you, everybody, for watching and participating. Thank you in the chat. We loved it. Uh, Thank you to future audiences on YouTube and the podcast. Don't forget to come back. Same cyber time, same cyber station next Tuesday. That's the 12th of September for Chaos Incorporated. Uh, I feel like what were we doing? Oh, yeah. There's going to be a party at a strip club. And we're going to try to infiltrate a secret laboratory. Like you do. There's, like there's you do. trends. There's some trends in our Identico games. <laughs> uh, but it is time for so longs for tonight. Let's hear from our lovely cast about where they can be found and what they might be doing. Starting with Mallow. Hi, uh, you can follow me everywhere at the Mallow Man. Uh, you can find out uh, when I am going to a catacon. Later this year, uh, November uh, 3rd through 5th in Dayton, Ohio is our next uh, convention. Uh, you can still support the convention or get your badges uh, through their Kickstarter. So just search uh, Catacon 2023 over there. Uh, we will have a booth and we'll be running tables and games all weekend. I hope to see so many of you there. 
I'm going to bring lots and lots of goodies. And Caleb has to deal with me in a car all the way from Columbus to Dayton. I don't know how long that is because I've never been to Ohio. I just know that the band Bowling for Soup talk about them a lot. Um, so I'm interested to see this fantastical like Midwest place they call Ohio. I'm looking for an to hour. It. It's an hour. That's enough to talk your head off. It's going to be fantastic. It'll be great. <laughs> it has noodles in it. Mm. There are noodles. Uh, wild. Yes. Hello. I'm Wildling011, just about everywhere. Um, I am not going anywhere fantastical. I am I am simply sitting on my new couch and playing Starfield and or Baldur's Gate 3 here for the next two weeks. So please make sure you go and support the Malaman and check out a catacon and check out thousand faces cosplay and enjoy the wonderful content that they are putting out pete what do you got to add yeah you can find me everywhere blue sky x uh instagram uh, what is it threads everything uh i will be going on an adventure soon november 3rd through 5th you can follow me at the malaman <laughs> on all those platforms thank you very much it's going to be a great time Lauren, how about you? <laughs> oh, my mind is full of butterflies, and I'm thankful that you're here. You can find me on 95% Lauren or a Thousand Faces Cosplay. Probably just rolling dice or posing my, in my underwear. So whatever you like, I got your vibe. Thanks for showing up. <laughs> Appreciate you. Can't wait to get back on the Wendy Bagel and out of this fucking sus hole. Ethan, bring us home. What you got? You can also find us on Thousand Faces Cosplay everywhere online. This coming Saturday, we will be doing our eighth, I think, session of our Wild Beyond the Witchlight game over on Misty Mountain Streaming, DM by me, played with Lauren and several other of our <laughs> friends. We would love to see you there as well. But if not, please remember, hydrate and take care of yourselves. Love you, friends. Yes, go support our other streaming friends and make their games be really, really fun. Lauren plays a turtle who I believe is high all the time. And it's yeah, fantastic. Does, uh, oneness. does Thousand Faces have any cons coming up? Any appearances or? Uh, we're we're slowing down on cons for the rest of the year. Luckily, okay. until uh, probably in December, we might have another. But we're taking it easy for a little while after having a bunch in a row. Good. But we'll be doing lots of photo shoots. So. Stay tuned for cosplay shenanigans. Yay! Oh, I just got a new tattoo. I got that today. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Shiny. Yeah. It's shiny. Shiny and chrome. And I am on all of the socials at the Caleb G. You can find me right here for Chaos Incorporated, here and there over on the Farm to Fable podcast, and of course, taking up space in the archives over on the RPG Academy. I will also be in Dayton for a catacon this November. Uh, you can get badges currently on the Kickstarter through the 20th of September at the discounted rate. I think we're at about 112% funded. So, of course, everything is absolutely going to happen. We will have badges for sale at the regular price at tabletop.events and, of course, at the gates in November. Please come see us and hang out. All kinds of crazy great stuff is happening. And that is it for our episode today. See you next week. Same time, same station. Good, Good night. Job, Love you. Take care of yourself. Uh, stay safe. Drink some water. Take your meds. Fidget with something. Touch some grass. Buy something nice for yourself. Get some sleep. Uh, we'll be here. And most Goodbye. importantly, stay weird.
Great Please job, stay here. <laughs> Good night. Bye, everybody. Bye, friends. Yeah. Neon Trails is Ethan as Mox, Lauren as Drawl, Pete as Dog, Wild as B, me, Mallow, as Galen, and the Caleb G is our game runner. You can learn more about the game we play on this podcast by going to www.playidentico.com. You can join us live for these sessions every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Pacific over on twitch.tv slash identico. And you can watch along with past episodes and see additional content like how to play videos over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Identico. Finally, you can follow along with us on the socials at Identico on Twitter and at Humanoid Games on threads and Instagram. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week.